Welcome to Movie Draft with Nick and Keeks. My name is Nick Metzler. And my name is Keegan Gahanis. We got a movie podcast. We've been talking about this for a while. And uh, yeah, very long time. We just recorded it. We're doing the intro now. That's why Keegan sounds a little different right now. He's uh, at his place. We just needed an idea for a movie podcast and we came up with Movie Draft. Yeah, like, I mean, I've listened and I know you've listened to so many different movie podcasts where, you know, it's just kind of like a basic review show. But I always like the ones that have a little bit of a twist to them, almost like the, you know, almost with the rewatchables where they have, you know, the categories that you go off of. And this was just kind of a fun way to, you know, almost do like a baseball card, my collection's better than yours approach to, to you know, what we love about movies and, you know, things like that. We're going to make an Instagram account for the podcast, and then yep. we'll we'll have people vote. We're still trying to figure out that out, but when it the podcast is up, you'll know how to vote. Yeah, we want to make this as inclusive as possible because that's that's why I love movies so much is being able to not only, you know, recommend them to people, but also, like, kind of go back and forth with people because, you know, I know that there's going to be picks that other people would have had as their top tier that we didn't even talk about. Yes, or yeah, yeah. That that we didn't even think about, you know. Yeah, so I think that's going to be great to hear people's feedback and to, you know, make them feel like they're part of the conversation as well. We haven't put any money on the line, no bets. It's just a friendly wagers to see yeah. who, who has the the sharpest cinephile skills. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, <laughs> we'll see how it goes. Uh, first draft is coming up. I uh, hope you guys enjoy. Thanks for listening. Yeah, thank you so much for listening. We hope you uh, have a great time. So we only did fictional team players. Fictional team sports. So no boxing, no golf, Mm -mm. no um, uh, karate kid was sadly left out of this one. Yeah, there's so many boxers that you can do. We could do our own uh, draft on boxers. Although with Karate Kid, I mean, they had a group, but it's individual effort, so... Yeah, it is. I mean, in the competition, yeah, I mean, like, tennis is like that, too. You can get, you know, technical... But yeah, I guess you could go kung fu either way. But right. Anyway. Oh, I was just thinking of. Oh man, I was just thinking of a of a movie that I completely neglected. Did you ever see Side Out? No volleyball well, movie. No, see volleyball <laughs> is lacking. See, this is the other thing I want to talk about with the topic. <laughs> that it's baseball is king of team sports. Absolutely, movies. yeah. Baseball followed very closely by football. Very closely by football, but even football, there's not a whole lot of like memorable ones. There's a lot of cool genre ones, right? Like comedies or hard R over the top ones. Yeah, a basketball, there's a lot, mm-hmm. and you can do a lot with it. There's a lot of comedy. There's a lot of you know zany premises and stuff, right? But hockey, there's there's a couple of your classics, and then there's some bad ones, like some really bad ones. There's some good soccer ones, and then there's some uh, co- yeah. There's a couple good ones. Do you, you don't have it on your list? I don't have it on my list. No, I don't. <laughs> All right, so how we do it is we'll each, we each get five slots to make our team Yep. for the best of whatever the topic is. Yes. And the topic this episode is fictional sports stars. Yep. So we each do five, and then we do a wild card. Now, explain what a wild card is. So, well, actually, I was going to have you fully explain the wild card because I I, I had my own ideas on what it was, but I was like, okay, maybe I... Well, let's meld our ideas together to create it because I have a couple ways I could go with my wild card pick for this first one. Right. So, and I was going to gauge what you were going to do for yours. So, my original thought was that a wild card would be a character that was connected to the team but not necessarily... 
or a character within the movie that was connected to the overall storyline, but not necessarily a team member. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So like a coach, per se. Yeah, like a coach or, yeah. Okay. I was thinking like a wild card could be from different mediums. Okay. Like, um, oh, okay. Like it could be from TV or like from video games, or it could be from movie, but it's not a sports movie. You know, there could be a funny sports, you know, scene like uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman in uh, Along Came Polly. Along Came Polly, yeah. Yeah. You know, like, oh, that's a funny wild card. Like, yeah, you wouldn't exactly take him on your team, but he's a fun one to point out. Okay. I so see. that's how I kind of have my list. That's that was my thinking behind it. Okay, but a wild card can also be from a movie too. Yeah, like if you really like a coach, like yeah. Al Pacino on any given Sunday. So wait, are 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 coaches not considered sports heroes? You know what? They can be because there are okay. movies that are about coaches. Okay, and now we're doing fictional. So like yeah. an obvious pick if we were doing true story ones would be like you know. Her Brooks and Miracle, right, right, which right, we right. all okay. know would be your number one pick. But so. Most likely, yeah, <laughs> definitely. Um, yeah, because, okay, so how I went about my list is I kind of did a draft of what I would, the characters I thought would make the best overall team. So, like, if they all chose to do one sport together. Okay. So, yep, I, I kind of yeah. did that too, like yeah. their dynamic, their yeah. chemistry. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So, so 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 where you'd have you'd have like the all-star, you'd have like the, you know, the 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 older character that's helping train. Yeah. Okay. 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 Yeah. yeah. So that's kind of I, where I, I did went. that so, too. I, so I did throw a coach in there too. Okay, nice. Okay. All right. Well, that oh, oh, oh. Yeah, okay. I know, right, I know, right, I know, right, I know right. but thank I, you. I, no, I no, no. Make sure. I'm going to keep that and uh, store that in the back of my head for later. <laughs> <laughs> you have a coach. All right, good to know. Coin flip to see who goes first. I love it. All right. So we'll each have a team of five. Yep. Each have a wild card, and then we'll post the results. We haven't figured that part out yet, but right. by the time people listen to this, they will. Yeah. And we'll figure out, and then we'll see which team best represents the theme. That's kind of how I was thinking about it. Okay. And and also team dynamic together, too. Yeah. And I also think when we do different themes other than sports, then We'll have more fun with that and be able to figure Absolutely. out the dynamic of yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I got a coin here. You're going to call it in the air? I'm going to call it in the air. All right, here we go. Tails. It is heads. Ooh. All right. Okay. So I get the first pick. Um, since it's a two-man draft, we're not doing the snake draft and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just we're going back and forth. <laughs> all right. With the first pick in the movie draft draft for fictional sports stars, I'm going to go with the movie from 1992, A League of Their Own. Dottie Henson. I knew you were going to take her right away. Rockford Peaches. Yep. Hey, Kit. Lay off of those high ones. I like the high ones. Mule. Nag. She is a proven team leader. Yes. She leads by example. She is a little bit older than everybody on the team, so she has this great uh, motherly or big sister. Absolutely. Uh, leadership to the team. Uh, and she is a great player, too. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, yeah, she's my number one pick. So great that she chose to only um, do one season. One, one season. Yeah, one season and out. That's a great <laughs> move, too. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> um, the one knock on her that I will say is 
she gave up the play at the end for her yeah. sister to win. Do you think she did though? Like, 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 did she actively let go of that ball? Because I, I just rewatched that movie last night in preparation. Oh, for nice, you did, I and did. I stole your pick. Yeah. I bet that. No, 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 not, not Ooh. really. Okay, right. but um, no, it looks like that was a natural reaction. Like she, I don't think she let it go for her. I think it was. I I don't know. I mean, you can debate it. I go back and forth every time I rewatch it. Unfortunately, I didn't rewatch that one, but that's a sports it's movie that I watched. Good movie. It is so good, and I've rewatched that. That was a good cable movie. Oh yeah, back in the day. I so I've watched, watched that most. dozens of times. Same here. It's been a long time. Uh, I recently, that Hans Zimmer did the music for that movie. Hans Zimmer did the music. Wow. Yeah. Which That's is so cool. it, it's a score unlike a lot of his other stuff. So no, it was a fun rewatch because uh, I was mainly listening to the score when I was watching it. This well, time. I'll have to next time now yeah. because I just thought it was kind of a generic '90s score. Not to make right. it, I mean, it wasn't a standout. It wasn't bad, but it wasn't a standout. But the funny thing was, like, I started the movie last night, and the moment the score started and the first the first images popped up of of the first sequence of the movie, I kind of started to well up a little bit. Just oh, because, nice, like. I had I have so many great memories watching that movie yeah. growing up. So yeah, it was it was a really fun rewatch. Nice. All right, that's okay. my, that's my first pick, and yeah, proven leader. She's my MVP. She's my captain. I'm glad I got her All first. Right. So I knew you were gonna take her first. So I found a alternate uh, that I feel hits the same marks that you just described. Okay, I'm gonna go with Roy Hobbs. No. From the natural. Go pick me out a winner, Bobby. Okay. I had never seen that movie until last night. What? Really? The and, natural? Yep. And I Oh, knew, let's talk. I knew when we first decided this that he was gonna be my number one pick. Even though you hadn't seen the movie. Even though I hadn't seen the movie. See now I had I to watch this much. movie for school. Oh, okay. And that was my it was and though I probably had seen the movie before, but not really studied it the way they did in school. Yeah. Because it's like the whole hero's journey. Absolutely. It's so yep. so symbolic I mean, in the I movie. Mean, but they lay it out right away. She, yes. I, I mean, the, uh, Barbara, Barbara Hershey says, have you read Homer? And I was like, yeah. oh, okay, she's yeah. talking about her. Well, as a seventh grader, it blows your mind. Yeah. <laughs> or, or it makes your uh, eyes roll right. back if you're not into it. But, yeah. oh my goodness. So, what did you think? So... I mean, midway through the movie, I had that great, like, kind of nostalgic feel where I was like, God, they just don't make movies like this anymore. Yep, yep. Like, it's, it's just so genuine and sweet and just well, well made all around. I mean, there were a lot of, like, I mean, that movie's been, like, referenced and lampooned yep. so many yep. times. So, like, now watching it, I was like, oh, that's where that got that. And, oh, that's where that came from. But I still thought it was just an overall really great movie. I mean... Robert Redford is just so likable. Yeah, he's yeah. just he's just such a good actor, and he just becomes that role, and that and that's why I knew I was going to choose him as my captain, just because yeah. he does get behind that team and he helps out that team, and um, and he plays for a short time. I mean, it, the yeah, beginning obviously time. because yep. he gets shot, and then yep. you know because he's you know washed up by the time he gets his chance. And I wasn't expecting that ending. Like, oh really? Spoiler alert! I thought he was going to die. I thought he was oh, going yeah. to leave the field on a gurney. Die in the field. No, yeah. he left it all on the field pretty much. He yeah. can't do anything. Which was great because yeah. you know that that brings about that uh conversation of greatness like is it better to be great over a long period of time or just be great for that one yeah. season, that one 
like snippet of time. Who knows what his career would have been like if he didn't get shot? Right. Like, yeah. Right oh man, it was a great opening yeah. scene when he's when he's uh, throwing the ball against the hammer. Oh yes, yes. <laughs> the big like, Robert Duvall's just so swarming. And what about movie? the score? Like that's a classic sports movie score. You must. Randy Newman, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. it's so good. And I've heard that score so much growing. You've up. You probably heard it in commercials I and never other knew parodies. Where it came from, but uh, the one the the best parody of the natural that I always think of is the Simpsons episode. Homer at the bat. Homer at the bat. Yep. That's the classic. All the pro players from that time, but yep. he's got the Wonder Boy bad and yep. the music's playing. So yep. I bet now when you watch it, you're like, oh, I get that. <laughs> and, and also, that movie was like character actor city. Oh, yes, like, yes. Like Robert Prosky and um, Richard um, Farnsworth and Wilford Brimley. Yes, Brimley. Dude, yes. Brimley was so great as the coach. Classic, like, yep. great, uh, like, old timey sports baseball manager. Like, oh, perfect. Yeah. yeah. I should have been a farmer. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Roy Hobbs, my number one pick. Absolutely. That's a good pick. Man, those yep. two as your captains of a team. We got here, like. It's a good start. By the way, if those two I ever met, like, the, that. Kid would their kids would be like super babies, oh, like, absolutely. like rule all the sports, <laughs> <laughs> or or they would choose to be artists. Yes, that's, yeah, yeah, to deny. <laughs> all right, so for my second pick, okay, uh, I'm gonna go a little outside the box, okay, and uh, I hope you'll accept this one. But I'm going with uh, Forrest Gump in Forrest Gump. College ran by real fast because I played so much football. They even put me on a thing called the All-America Team, where you get to meet the President of the United States. He plays football for Alabama, college football team, as a return man. He's an All-American. Yes, he was. Now, we didn't say it had to be in a sports movie. No, we didn't. Okay, I hope, all right, I didn't didn't run this by you before. No, 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 that's fine. All right, I'm going going with Forrest Gump. He's an all-around great player. I mean, a spoiler alert, if we ever do a solo uh, draft, he's also very eligible for that as well. <laughs> oh, yeah, ping pong. Ping pong. Sure. Uh, yeah. Running. Yeah, running. You know? You well, know? he never competed for running. But that's right. where he did with football as a return man. See, I, I totally acknowledge your pick. I, 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 I love it as a pick. I just I have problems with Forrest Gump, which we'll get into at another time. But Okay, well, well <laughs> we, what do we do our Forrest Gump draft? <laughs> we do our Forrest but, Gump draft. But we're talking about Forrest Gump, the football player. Right amazing now. football player. He's an amazing yep. football player. He he needs a little direction. If you remember, he needed all he help. Needs his direction, all he, he needs is direction. All he needs is direction. Just point him in the way and he goes. Forrest, run! Okay! <laughs> <laughs> if you remember, the stands had to make arrows for him because he was going to run out of bounds, so he had to go the other way. And, and, and then they had to say stop. But he, he was kept a, running into the band. He was an all-American, and he met the president, and that's yeah. when he said, "I have to pee." Like you need just someone who's going to get the job done. Yep, I got my captain, Absolutely. and now he will listen to what Dottie says. I love it. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to go. So for my next number two pick is going to be my young talent. Okay. It's my young talent pick. I guess and Forrest Gump would be my young talent. I okay. guess I didn't give him yeah. categories like this. Yeah. I like I like what you're doing, so I'm gonna okay. piggyback on you. But uh, <laughs> okay, I love it. <laughs> Forrest um, is my young gun. <laughs> and this one, this one was a complete strategic move because I've never seen this movie. Okay. But I thought you were gonna take this character early. Oh no! Oh no! I went with Jesus Shuttlesworth. Somebody call a stretcher. Stick a fork in him. He's done. Take your old ass back to attic. He was on my list. He was on my list. <laughs> uh, I watched enough. Like, like I, I watched a lot of videos 
Yeah. So this is Ray I Allen think. in the Spike Lee movie. Yep. He got game. Yep. yep. And I didn't have time to watch the movie, but okay. I knew how good of a player he was. Yep. And how like sought after he was, and I felt like that would be a good young talent. Yep. 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 He. Uh, so the whole movie. Uh, I'll just give you a brief summary of the movie without spoiling it. Right. He's just finishing high school and he's going to uh, decide where he's going to go to college. Mm-hmm. And he's like the number one high school prospect. Yep. Think of like. But like not like a number one prospect that's just a prospect any old year. It's like a LeBron year or a right. Kevin Garnett year. Like, like probably in nowadays he'd be drafted right out of the NBA instead of going into college. Into college, yeah. But this is the late nineties, so it's still at yep. that phase where college is still you still go to college for to play hoops. Yeah. So it's all about his talent, his potential, and he is young. You're right. He is a young gun. He's like eighteen, nineteen. Yeah. So yeah, that's a good pick, and uh, they don't. The, the the movie is centered around a, a crescendo of a of a game or a of a big. Right. It's more about a father and son story. You know, it's Spike Lee. It's that style. But yeah, yeah, Jesus Southworth. He was on my list. That's a good pick. That's a good pick. That's a strategic pick. <laughs> yeah, it was. I had to. I, I had to pull at least one. I was like, I know he's gonna take that one, so I got to do that one early. All right, our first steal. I like it. I like it. <laughs> All right. So for my next pick, we're going number three. Yep. Um. I need another football player because I feel like baseball is so heavy that I will be able to find another baseball player later in the draft. Mm. I watched this movie last night. Um, the Miami Sharks have a quarterback. <laughs> came off the bench. <laughs> it is Steeman Willie Beeman. Yep. Played by Jamie Foxx in any given Sunday. Yep. <laughs> come on, come on, come on, come on. My name is Willie. I love this movie for all the reasons why it's a bad movie. Yeah. It's so over the top. It's not realistic about what football is, but it's what we think football is like. Yes. Yeah. Like if football was a soap opera, yep. this is what it'd be. Because you have Oliver Stone, so it makes yeah, sense. and it's Oliver yeah. Stone, so it's <laughs> he's putting like the hardest edge on it. Yep. But it's just so over the top funny and uh, Willie Beeman is like your perfect all-star quarterback nowadays. You yep. know, like like your quarterbacks now, flashy and stuff. He's a little cocky, almost like a wide receiver. Right. His quarterbacks aren't quite as cocky like that, but for the movie, it works. Yeah. I love Jamie Foxx in this. I think he's really good. He plays he's awesome in that. Al Pacino, really good. Yeah. Uh, Puff Daddy was originally supposed to be cast in that. Did you know that? <laughs> no, I didn't know that. That would have been Thank funny. God. Yeah, that would have been. Okay, maybe, but it would have been Pacino would have just ate him alive in some of those scenes. Because oh, yeah. Fox is supposed to be coy, like when he comes over for a jambalaya in that right. scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think Puffy would have done fine with that. He was Puffy back then. <laughs> but well, even when he played himself and get him to the Greek, like I was just. Yeah, like, yeah. No, no, they made a good move. <laughs> LL Cool J in the movie as well. Yeah. Much better actor. He was perfect for the role of right of the running back. Like, yeah. And it would have been weird to have Puff Daddy and LL Cool J on the same football team. Yeah. Just like looking back at it as a time capsule. <laughs> so Jamie Foxx. This is the 90s. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this is the 90s. Um, Jamie Foxx was Gray's quarterback. He, he looks like he's got the moves out there and he gets onto another team at the end of the movies. A little spoiler alert. He gets yeah. to another team with Al Pacino as a coach, which is like uh, one of the best coach speeches ever. Mm-hmm. The Inches speech, which is just amazing. Uh, so Jamie Foxx. i got to rewatch that movie, man. I haven't seen oh, it since it's so good. Race. It is on uh, the Max. you got to check it out. It's okay. so good, yes. All right. All right. Okay. So number three. Number three is my uh, Sage player. 
Sage, oh, I like yeah, it. Yeah, so the older player who may may be seen as past past their prime, but is there to help like build the young talent and build the team and back up that 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 kind of. Oh, captain, I know. know who you got here. All right, all right. So I went with Jake Taylor. Oh, major league. Well, then I guess there's only one thing left to do. What's that? Win the whole fucking thing. Tom Berenger. Tom um, Berenger. All right. Uh, one of my all-time favorite sports movies. Hilarious movie, but I love the character of Jake because he is spent. He's, you know, his knees are shot. He's, yes. But he's there to relay all of those years of information and build that team. And I feel like, I feel like he, that type of character, especially in the fictional sports movies, mm-hmm. you need that sage character that's going to be that voice of reason to be like, well, yeah. This is how we've always done it, but let's listen to these young guys and let's try something different. Exactly. And that's yeah. exactly what he does. So I feel like he's a big he would he would be a big part for, for my overall team, I think you need a Jake Taylor. And he's also like trying to deal with some uh, you know, marital problems or mm-hmm. girlfriend problems. They're not girlfriend married. Problems. No, 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 no. Did they no. get married in the sequel though? Oh, I try not to remember the sequel too. Hey, I like <laughs> I like Major League Two is good. I, I don't like Major League much Two. of it. To be honest, I remember well, Omar Epps took over for uh, for Wesley that's Snipes. All I remember, um, and it was a lot more focused on Wild Thing because he had like a love right. interest. And then doesn't for... Serrano like like become like he becomes a passive? Yeah, yeah, super passive. That's yeah, right. okay. So yeah. it's just like the same storyline, but the other way. Yeah, instead of him it. being too mad and too intense, he's too yeah. loving and too. I don't know. As good as Omar Epps did, I you you can't can't beat. Wesley Snipes is Willie Mays. Like, yeah, the very true. Yeah. And Taylor pretty much stays the same in the in the sequel. So. Yeah. yeah, his storyline consistent. All right, all right. Next okay. pick number right. four. So for my fourth pick, I'm gonna have to go with another baseball player, and it's another catcher. So I got a backup catcher, but okay. I got to send him down to the minors because that's where he lives. He's Crash Davis from Bull Durham. Ah. I told him I was going to throw a deuce, right? Yep. Man, that ball got out of here in a hurry. You know, anything travels that far, I'd have a damn stewardess on it, don't you think? He is my sage. And what he'll do is he'll come up to the majors, you know, he does at the end of that movie eventually. Yep. But I'll... uh, He'll come up and give some sage advice in the locker room, but he won't start because, of course, I have Dottie on my team. Yeah. So Dottie will start. But he'll be a good bench <laughs> backup player, and he'll give sage advice on the Absolutely. bench and whatever, whatever sport they end up playing. So Yeah. All right, Crash Davis, that's my pick. That was another movie I did not grow up watching. I watched it for the first time last year. Oh, really? Yeah. Will Durham. Yeah. yeah, that's one I haven't really got back to to watch. I don't think it's... I, I think if I would have seen it when I was, like, 13... 13, 14, I would have absolutely loved it, and I would have rewatched it many times. But yeah, 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 watching it now, it's definitely dated. But um, I almost picked Tim Robbins as my young talent too. Oh yeah, that'd be a good yeah. one too. Yes, yes, yeah. Okay, so Crash Davis was your number four. My number, I'm gonna, I'm gonna swap here. I'm gonna leave. Yeah, I'm gonna leave that for number five. Okay, so my number four is my, um, basically my enforcers. My enforcer, you need you need uh, you need some brute force to help protect your talent on the team. Okay. Okay. Um, you can call this a cheat, but I will argue it uh, because they are a unit. 
It's oh, the Hanson Brothers. Hanson Brothers. Shop. We need this win, you know. We got a lot of losses to. Yeah, we got a lot. Of guys to win they uh they definitely aren't the smartest of guys but they they do one thing very well and that is beating the crap out of anyone on the ice that's not wearing a similar jersey so nice pick yeah and that's the the hockey picks that's like the number one pick for hockey absolutely yeah and you could go some mighty ducks i was thinking banks on mighty ducks great player Mm -hmm. but doesn't really have much of a personality no has brothers yeah. Brimming with personality. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean they bring they bring a suitcase full of toy trucks with them on the road, which is pretty awesome. Yes, so. very true. <laughs> Alright, so All right. my number five pick. Uh this one too, I hope you will go with me on this one. Okay. I got a couple baseball players, I got a couple football players. I need a basketball player. Basketball is my love. I'm going with Michael Jordan in Space Jam. Here's Whoa. how I see it. Duck. Yes. You kick it into the girl bunny yeah. down in the post. You dish it back out to the guy bunny. Got you it. swing it around the mic over here. You Bill. go to the hole Bill. and dominate. We own defense. Oh, yeah. Whoa. I don't play defense. Typical. All right, you're going to have to listen to Mike on this, guys. Okay. Listen up. Okay. He's playing cartoon characters. This is a fictional version of Michael it, it Jordan. It is a fictional version of Michael this Jordan. This didn't really but... happen. This isn't a true story. Now, if you say no to this, I have a backup pick. I can jump right in. That's fine. <sighs> you know, I, I need a ruling from the judges. I want to allow it because okay. it is super fictional. And... Oh, man. <laughs> well, the judges are really deliberating. Well, see, the thing is, though, because I, 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 I took any... Any actual person off. So you, it never crossed like, your mind to like, consider it when you thought about it? No. because Then I should take him off. I even left Hoosiers off, even though that's loosely based. Very true, yes. Yeah. Wait, is this loosely based on the 98 finals or something? <laughs> or don't know that happened. We don't know what okay, happened. Okay, okay, we don't know. Last okay. Dance did not cover that. Yes, yeah, this was not <laughs> the last dance, so I thought we could cover it. Okay. No, that's fine. All right. I, I took a swing and I missed. That's fine. Right. Oh, man. I want to allow it, though, because you let me have the Hanson Brothers. That's three people in one spot. All right. Now I'm going for a really weird one, then. Okay. Uh, I loved this movie when I was in high school in 1998. It's a movie uh, the sport is made up. It's baseball rules. Yeah. Like a single's from the free throw line. Right. And a double's from the top of the key. You can't shoot from the same place twice. And a, a triple's from back here. And a home run's from behind the meatball. You miss, you get an out. Ready? Break. Break. Oh, what? We can explain it more slowly if you need us to. You're not big sports guys. Oh, I'm going to Joe Coop Cooper. I love it. I love uh, it. Trey Parker. Because he's a player coach. He's a player coach. He invented the sport with oh. Swish Swisher, uh, Matt Stone. Yeah, uh, the South Park guys. This movie is from the creators of uh, Airplane and Naked Gun. It is ripe with parody. It's got Robert Vaughn. It's it's a beautiful marriage between South Park and Airplane. It is very much. It's, it's the height great. of like South Park is like year three. So this is like old. The very, yeah. but it, it probably doesn't have the best jokes now. They're probably a little dated now. They haven't aged well, but it's still an amazing. movie. But it was just a fun movie that we'd watch every Friday night with some buddies. And he invented the sport. Yep. I've always, always, always wanted to play the game for real. It looks like it'd be super easy to set up. It's not as fun as you would think. Oh, oh. You have to drink. 
Okay. You definitely have to be drinking when you I play. I feel like that's why their yeah. team name is and, the Beers. Yeah, and, and the beers. psychouts, you, you, when, when you know they're coming... Not, it doesn't feel as organic. Yeah, the psychouts don't really work. Okay. Yeah. And then it's just like a really rule-based game of horse, then. <laughs> exactly. Okay, okay. Yeah. All right, well, they make it look so much fun in the movie. Yeah. And the, yeah, the sport is funny. Me and a group of friends played it in high school because we watched it a lot as well. So. Awesome, awesome. Yeah. Good to know. <laughs> I love Bob Costas and Al Michaels. I thought they were hilarious. Oh, when they're breaking down like the playoffs. Yes. And, and oh like, yeah, the, the like, all like disheveled. They're like, we're now in week forty-five <laughs> of the playoffs. It's when hilarious. the uh, Sports Center guys uh, come in and they give the breakdown of the brackets. Yes. <laughs> Al Michaels. <laughs> and it's weird to think that that only three years ago those were only in grade school. <laughs> yes, that is a uh, number my five pick. Yeah. I tried Michael Jordan. I thought we could at least talk about it and give yeah. him an honorable mention. Well, well, because I like that. That one too because that works as a coach too because Michael was technically the coach of the uh, uh, the Toon Squad. So. Yes, he was. He was the captain yep. of the Toon Squad. Yes, you're yep. right. Um, All right, okay. your number fifth. So no, my who's rounding out your team. So this is rounding out my team, and this is my coach pick. Okay. So all right, it, all right. it totally falls in line with your number five pick. I love it. This is working so, out in my favor. You're falling into my trap. Go ahead. You don't know why yet. <laughs> I love I love when a coach can um, can grow with the team, and the team can help a coach grow. All right, uh, and they they can in the end teach him more than he teaches them. I know who you're talking about. So my number five pick for my team coach is Morris Buttermaker from the Bad News Bears. I told you not to swing, you idiot. Here, move it. Uh, Walter in arguably one of well, arguably one of his best, in my opinion, his best role. His most iconic, for his sure. Most iconic, for sure. Yeah. It's like his number one movie, unless you want to go Odd Couple. But even then, those right. weren't as popular those movies anyway. Yeah. But like, and uh, if 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 you ask me, well, what about the uh, Billy Bob Thornton one? I, I, just get out of here. No thanks. Boy, Richard Linklater took a. Like that's so weird of Linklater, but he loves was, baseball, and I think he really he does, loved that it movie. Was such a strange move for him, yeah, because that yeah. was right after School of Rock, and he he had really hit with School of Rock, and yeah, yeah, it was a weird choice, but yeah, you're right, the original oh, is the best pick, absolutely, yeah. All right, so you got your coach. That's so my now coach. we're on to wild card picks. Yes, again, like we explained before, so you're pick Michael Jordan. Wild card? No, I'm not going to pick Michael Jordan. I took my swing on him. Now he's tainted. That pick okay. is tainted. <laughs> I have to wash it off. It's Aww. like. I'm going with a coach for my wild card pick. Okay. Now, my coach is just a pure leader and pure in heart. He's the opposite of your coach. They, okay. they, they're they oil and water. It wasn't originally a movie, okay. ironically enough, with Billy Bob Thornton. Yep. Friday Night Lights. Yep. Coach Taylor. So let's hear it one more time. Together. Clear eyes, full hearts. Let's go! Played by Kyle Chandler. Kyle Chandler, yeah. Have yeah, you yeah. watched the show? I've never watched the show. I saw it, the movie, never watched the show. Uh, see, I've done the opposite. I have not seen oh, okay. the movie. Uh, I know the movie's good, but the, the show is leaps and bounds so much better. Yeah. And as the, you get Jesse Plemons in his first roles, right. and he becomes a star before he gets bigger. Yep. And Kyle Chandler then becomes even a bigger star. But he is such a pure in heart character, and he's like a coach that everyone loves. And... Yeah, he's the ultimate coach coach. Yeah. And in football, like for movies, 
Uh, Billy Bob Thornton probably is, gets there, but mm-hmm. Kyle Chandler just goes another level, and it's probably because he gets to see his character develop over the seasons instead of a movie. Yeah. And it is based a little bit on true life, but more than it's just about football in Texas. Right. The games aren't recreated the same. It's just football Texas, so maybe you get the same characters, but yeah, that's my wild card pick, Coach Taylor. Okay. I like that one. Oh, man, you got me totally rethinking my wild card now, and I'm trying to... Take your time, because we, yeah. we threw the rules at you. But you liked the way we melded it, though, right? Absolutely. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. So it can stay in a movie, for sure. It doesn't have to be outside a movie, but the wild card but it gives can. you that option. Right. You don't like your original wild card pick now, I right? don't. I don't, because I had I had two... You know what? I've got it. I've got my wild card pick, and surprisingly, it's another baseball pick. Most of my picks were baseball. Yeah, see, mine too, and I, yep. I desperately wanted to balance it out, and that's why I kind of do on my team. But, yeah. but like I said, baseball is king. Yeah, so you need, as a team, you need you need something to rally against. You need, you need something that's close by that you can overcome, but also that's going to help you be, like, become a better team. And I don't think... Any team had any more of an obstacle than Stillwell from a league of their own. Okay. Because all he did was like, you know, he was he was just crazy running around the bus. He was he was he was messing with all their equipment. He was he was, you're gonna lose doing all that stuff to Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks hit him hit him hit him with the uh, with the glove. <laughs> and the whole the whole team was just like, "Yep, good job. You 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 finally took him out. So you need something to overcome. So I like so in kind of a weird that is a wild way, card pick. Yes, yeah, I'm gonna go like with Stillwell from a league of their own. Very good. It's yeah. a wild card pick in the movies. I like yes. that. See, that was yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. Now next time we'll come at it. We'll weave it together. And I wanted to have a pick from that movie on my list. Yes, so. you wanted to get it. Yes. <laughs> I was trying to think. I was like, well, should I come up with like from a sci-fi movie where they played a, a weird sport? Like I was thinking of Starship Troopers when they play that weird like. Oh yeah. Game. Or like rollerball. Or like, like rollerball. Roller roller yeah, um, yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's uh, let's run down the teams. Okay. All right. So. First, we'll do uh, my team. I got Dottie Henson from A League of Their Own, catcher, MVP. Uh, then I got Forrest Gump, my return man, runner. He could steal bases if we're playing baseball. Very I just true. felt like baseball when I put this team together. Did you do the same thing? Absolutely. I, I was mainly thinking baseball. Yeah, it just, it just kind of naturally Obviously happens. Look at my pants. <laughs> <laughs> All right, number three pick is uh, Willie Beeman. Uh, four, I took Crash Davis. And then five, Joe Coop, Cooper. And then I took Coach Taylor from Friday Night Lights. Nice. Uh, Keegan, you took... So I took Roy Hobbs as my team captain. Um, Jesus Shuttlesworth as my young upstart. Uh, Jake Taylor as the old sage. The Hanson Brothers as my muscle. Uh, Morris Buttermaker as my coach. And Stillwell Angel from the League of Their Own as the rallying point, rallying point rallying cry. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. We all rally around. <laughs> yes. How much this kid annoys us. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So those are the picks. Um, 
Any picks that we didn't get to on the list? Yes. I have a couple. Uh, go ahead. What do you got? So the one that I really wanted to fit in there. Undraftables, we're calling Yes, it. the undraftables. There was one I really wanted to fit in there, but it just... Well, there's two. The main one was Shane Falco from The Replacements. Okay, yep. Keanu, uh, Reeves. Keanu Reeves, yep. But he, he more fits that sage role that I feel that... Jake Taylor, Tom Berenger fit better. It's the same archetype. That it's the character. same archetype. Yeah, Absolutely. it is very much yep. the same. Yeah. Yep. That movie, though, replacements, not that great of a, a movie overall. Not, not a great movie, but for some reason, that was one I, I watched a lot. I yeah. think it was on cable a lot. It was. So it I was. saw it many times. And um, But yeah, I, I, I really like Keanu in that role. Yeah, and I like Gene Hackman as the coach. That's, yeah, he looked like the perfect coach because yeah. they gave him the the suit uh, getup. I love when yeah. movies do that because they don't want yeah, the he's coaches. Got the, he's yeah, got the fedora. And yeah, he looks like Vince Lombardi yeah. out there instead <laughs> yeah. of like a, a coach now with uh, Belichick and his cutoff hoodies or something. <laughs> yeah, and his little laminate. Uh, a pick that I didn't get to was yeah. from another sport that not made up sport, but a sport that doesn't have a lot of movies. Dodgeball. Oh yeah, I was gonna go Peter Lafleur. Yeah, uh, Vince Vaughn. I was looking. At he was that gonna story. be my captain if if. Dottie, if you got that first pick, because yeah. I feel like Dottie was everyone's number one pick yep. pre, pre-draft. Oh, Dottie was going to be my yep. number one pick, but I knew you were going to take her, so that's why I went with yep. Hobbs. And that's what my leader was going to be, was going to be Peter, or probably uh, Crash, too, as a catcher. But yep. I ended up taking Crash anyway. Um, <laughs> for Wildcard, I had a couple ones that I didn't go with. Okay. Uh, Kenny Powers from Eastbound oh, and Down. Oh, yeah. Danny McBride. Yep. Um, and then, if I needed a basketball player, if I didn't... Um, uh, Airbud. <laughs> I thought about Airbud at one point. I was like, "Nah, that's too weird." Yeah, but that's a, that's He's a wild a player, card for yeah. Scott from Team Wolf. Oh yeah, uh, Howard. Howard. Scott Howard. Yeah, yeah. yeah Scott Howard. <laughs> I, I, he was yes. on my list. He was undeniable. Uh, great, but the downside is it's only when he's a werewolf. It's only when he's a werewolf. Only when he's a werewolf, because yeah. he, he has no skills. But they ended up winning the game without the werewolf, though. Yes, That's you the point need of that. that movie. Spoiler <laughs> alert. Um, uh, another undraftable. She was so close, but I was glad I was able to eventually get a League of Their Own pick. Um, as my young upstart, I had Kit Keller. Okay, yep, that would have yep. been good, too. Yep. Yep, cause she was just she's as great. She's a really good player. Yeah. Yeah, she just is an emotional. She plays yep, with her emotions super too much. emotional, and she and she doubted herself because yeah. Dottie was on that team. But then, I mean, she ends up winning the World Series. So maybe with that with that hit, well, Homer. And I thought about drafting her as well with Dottie, but like they don't work together. That's they, why yeah, she has she has yep. for a trade mid season. It was going to cause bad chemistry in my team. Yep. So. And then the only uh, the other wild card I had possible was also from the natural, just because I watched it last night was Bobby the Bat Boy from. From the natural. Oh a, yeah, kid who's the Wait, bat boy because he makes his bat, and yeah, that's the one that wins. That, the that's game. the one that wins the game. Super sweet kid, and the and the team loves him. And what was the name of his bat? You just watched it last night. <sighs> Old Savoy. Yeah, I believe so. It was something Savoy. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. uh, Wonder yep. Boy was uh, uh, was Roy's. Was bat. Roy's. Yeah, it was yeah. something Savoy. Yeah, it's Old Savoy or. Yeah, I think so. Okay. <laughs> you just watched it last night. It was something like that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right, so those are our picks. Our teams, how do you feel about your team? Dude, I feel solid about my team, actually. I, I do, too. We I both like drafted great teams, and we actually didn't have that much overlap. No, there was a fight for the number one pick, which is nice. Yeah. That that makes sense. But And we both had a little bit on each other's list. Yeah. Like The only one we didn't talk about was Peter Lefour, and the other ones we talked about one yeah. way or another on Because if list. I would have won that coin toss, I would have taken Dottie. Yep, that's, that's how I would have, too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so then next time we'll pick a new theme, and uh, yeah, those are our teams. Awesome. Whoa, yeah.
Hollywood homework where we take a movie each week. We each pick a movie that the other person has not seen. Correct. And then we talk about it. We yep. did our first one, Talented Mr. Ripley. You had never seen it? Never seen it. This is and a movie that I loved. Uh, and I'm reading I read a book about the year 1999. Yep. And about how great of a movie year it was. And this is one that I really liked. Is your first time watching it? Yeah. What'd you think? So it's kind of an anomaly. Like, okay. When you really break it down, because it's tonally, it goes in so many different places. Yeah, yeah. Which I really liked about it. And I loved seeing, like, at, you know, the opening credits, seeing that it was a Miramax film. Like, I knew, yeah. like, Miramax in the late 90s, that was the kind of the epitome of the indie film movement and yeah. telling different stories. And um, unfortunately, it's, you know, Weaving in with Harvey Weinstein and all that. Unfortunately, but yes. yeah, there were some good movies back there then. Was great despite stuff, despite the behind the scenes and stuff. This that I I feel like this is a great kind of um, starting off point for that, just because it's so many different movies, it's so many different things, but it mm-hmm. all melds together really well. I mean, this is so. This would have been like what a year after. Goodwill Hunting? Yeah, year or two. I think I year think it's ninety seven, but the yeah. Oscars are ninety eight. So this is his first big role, Matt Damon yeah. after yeah. after the role. So quick thing, uh, movie was made in nineteen ninety nine, four million, uh, forty million dollar budget. Wow. It made a hundred and twenty eight. Okay, and I would think most of that budget is the. Just the just location. location. Yeah, it's beautiful. I mean, gorgeous. Like, this movie made me want to take a trip to Italy. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it did. It was gorgeous. Other Absolutely. than the murders and well, all yeah, the yeah. those stuff. <laughs> um, it had five Oscar nominations. Uh, yep. It got for Jula for Best Supporting Actor. Absolutely. Uh, best adapted, uh, adapted screenplay. Yeah, because it was a novel. Yep, yep, yep. It was based on a novel. And then there was a lot of technical awards. I think uh, uh, score and then some yeah. art direction and stuff. So, and I thought the art direction was great. I, I was trying to pinpoint it because, correct me if I'm wrong, they never established what time period this is actually taking place. No, but uh, you it can kind of... It felt like the 60s, like early 60s, but... I think it's even earlier than that. Okay. It's like uh, 40s, I want to say, maybe. Oh, okay. I okay. don't know. You're, you're right. They don't really say. It, it could be the 60s. You're yeah. right. Yeah. But, I mean, right away, you know, I mean, just, just seeing the cars in New York and that opening scene where he's playing the piano, I was like, oh, okay, this is a period piece, but yeah. I never got... I mean, there was never a definition. So you didn't even know it was a period piece? I had no idea. Oh, wow. That's yeah. cool to go on cold to a movie. Oh, absolutely, because I thought, I, I thought it took place in the 90s oh okay uh, okay yeah, yeah but yeah. um i don't know like man it's just it was a lot to take in yeah i feel like i'm gonna have to watch it another time it's a repeat viewing movie maybe yeah. that's why i like it so much because you get stuff uh every time yeah um without going into too much spoiler but it's just matt damon you don't know about his prior history exactly of what makes him the way he is there and they just drop you in and and you're like like I don't know, three quarters into the movie, I was just like, okay, so was Dickie a mark for him? Like, 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 like had he made him a yeah. mark early on? Like, is that why he was at that party playing the piano so that he could be seen by Dickie's parents? I feel like you know, it's more like, but he just stumbles into these things. And right. it's just, I mean, the movie is full of coincidences. You Absolutely, know, yeah. there's so many, like if that person was just there two seconds earlier, the jig is up. Yeah, and like you find out that he's not Dicky, he's actually Ripley. Right. 
Um, but yeah, I don't know. Like that's a good theory too. Okay. And that's the cool thing about this movie is that there are theories. And it's, you just don't yeah. know. And it's very open ended. Yeah. And, like I felt like like even even from from the jump, like just with the opening credit sequence, like those those blocks of color. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. Were used for the for the credits, and then um, you know, it, it opening with that. You know, shot of him, which we find out in the end is the ending shot of him. But but then those those cuts of like the lines coming yeah, through. the lines coming through like that was so different. And the 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 way that it organically appears at the end with the mirror and the door moving. Yeah, which I was but with like, all the okay, black yeah, and then it just came sense. into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was very cool. Um, so that was really the way they cool. bookended it, was, it. It was very avant garde compared to what was being released at that time. I yeah, mean, as big of a year as ninety nine was. Yeah. Everything was still pretty straightforward, kind of like Hollywood polished. Exactly. This, this this felt a lot more personal, genuine. Yeah, it was just it's such a different movie, and I it was completely <laughs> uh, completely different than what I was expecting. Expecting, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the cast is loaded. This is oh from nineteen ninety eight, and this is a cast of people who will be in your lives. Oh yeah. For twenty thirty years. Yep. So you got Matt Damon, you got Jude Law. Yep. Uh, Gwyneth Paltrow, Kate Blanchett, Kate Blanchett, Philip Seymour Hoffman. It's uh, stacked with like people who become, and then unfortunately, some people that aren't around anymore, like yeah. Philip Seymour Hoffman. This is probably the first time I saw Jude Law in a role. I've probably seen Philip Seymour Hoffman here and there before this, right? But Jude Law was just like, whoa. So has Jude Law ever been prettier in a movie than Talented Mr. Ripley? Probably not. I don't I mean, think so. It's the wardrobe, the setting, <laughs> really and just, is. yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. Like the Perfectly cast. Oh, yeah. Perfectly, perfectly cast. cast as the spoiled rich kid who's just living on his own in Italy trying to be his own person. And, and in that regard, I think Kate Blanchett was perfectly cast, too, as the snooty, like, socialite. Oh, like, like, oh, I hate my money, even though I need my money or yeah, else I, I would die without my exactly, money. Exactly, yeah. yeah. And Gwyneth Paltrow was pretty good as the girlfriend. and Yeah. It, it was, you know, that was where Gwyneth Paltrow was the it girl. So she was getting, like, you know, the first ask for all those movies. Right. Especially being in well, the Miramax machine. Well, I was going to say, yeah, because she was doing, like, Sliding Doors and yep. Shakespeare in Love. All Great, that expectations. Stuff the Great Expectations. Yeah, Emma, all of that stuff. At the yeah, time. it was yeah. all right around that time. Yeah. And, uh... Yeah, I love the movie. Uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman is my favorite part of this movie. He has the best <laughs> opening line of a character in a movie ever. <laughs> he does. He comes into the cafe. I think they're in Rome. Yep. And he just, like, the cars just pull right up to buildings, I noticed, in yep. this movie. Um, and he just says that line, like, Man, don't you just want to fuck any girl just once? Just once. <laughs> Anytime you see him. I think I screwed it up. I mean, the Something line is like totally that. inappropriate yeah. now. Yeah. But it's just like, yeah, like, boom, that's, you well, know who he is right away. And he's, I mean, in the minimal scenes that he's in, he's just swinging for the fences the yes. whole time. Like, yes. like, he's, like, you you can tell that he's going for that indie mentality of, let me just be as interesting and eye-catching as I can be in a sequence. Yes. So I'm memorable. Yeah. And that's exactly what he does in every scene that he's in. It's amazing. He's got, like, three chunks and he's in. And yeah. the, my favorite line, and it's it's just when they're on the boat and he's and uh, Ripley's staring at watching um, them in the cabin having yep. sex. He goes, how's the peeping? How's the peeping? Tommy. Tommy. How's the peeping? Tommy. How's the peeping? Tommy. 
it's a fake thing. That's a great line. (laughs) He says it perfect. It's so young, Philip Seymour Hoffman. It's not where he is like a fat loser roles, you know? Right. This is still character actor Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yeah. This is a few years after Twister, so. Yeah, a few years after Twister, and now he's getting more prestige roles. Yes, because this would have been just after Boogie Nights, right? Yeah, yeah, it's right around that time. Seven, so yeah. Yeah, it's right around that time. Yep. And then you got two great uh, character actors in James Reborn and um, mm-hmm. uh, Philip uh, Baker, Baker Hall, Hall. Yep. who is like an all star. And yeah. Um, yeah, I love this movie. It it's silly. It's over the top. Who knows why he was like going? At, he just idolized these guys, and either yep. he wanted to be like them. Yeah. Or he wanted to be with them. Right. You couldn't tell. It, he really didn't have any interest in the women. They were more like no. to get him to go Ex- to the they, next. Yeah, yeah. They were they were the the catalyst to get to the next yeah. level with the male characters. And that's yeah. the thing. We just don't know what his history is. And, right. I mean, if the movie probably became more popular, we would have probably gotten a Silence of the Lambs prequel type thing. <laughs> You know, rising. Like, yeah, Animal <laughs> Rising, yes, exactly. Where we got to see a little bit more. But because this movie wasn't a huge hit, it was more like a critical hit and a, yeah. and a not really a cult following, but just like a, a popular with the critics movie. Well, because I remember it getting a lot of love when it was released. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But if it got more popular, we'd probably get a bad prequel with an actor, not Matt Damon, yeah. being him. And there's also, I believe, and I don't know if this is still happening because of the way everything is with productions, there is going to be a remake TV show. I was going to ask about this because I, I thought yes. I remember hearing about that. Yeah. And so maybe they'll probably, I don't know if they're going to make it modern day. That's the other thing. Mm-hmm. Um, modern day. You can't do this movie modern no, day. They would have to period piece it. I mean, at least. Because it's like identity the theft. You yeah. know, the movie is identity theft. Yeah. So adding a technological aspect to that would totally ruin it. No, because you scan his passport and boom, the jig is up. So the farthest they could go is like the 70s, maybe the 80s. They could push the 80s, I think. I think once you get into the 90s and even maybe in the 90s a little bit, but by then you're... Yeah. You're pushing it. You can't set it in a So I'm guessing the remake will be a period piece, but uh, Andrew Scott is going to be starring. Uh, he was on uh, the Sherlock show. He played Moriarty. Oh, I like him. Yeah, yeah. 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 And he was in, uh, um, uh, what's the movie, uh, the TV show with uh, Phoebe Waller-Bridges. He was in that. Oh, uh, Fleabag. Fleabag, yes. yes. So yeah. he's a very good actor. He's in a lot of other yeah, stuff. Yeah, I really like him as Moriarty. I didn't, yeah. Uh, Matt Damon, what did you think of his acting? Dude, Matt Damon was great. Like, it's it's so weird to see that. Like after movies like Goodwill Hunting and this, like he ended up going the Born. Yeah, the Born is a little bit a couple years after this. Yeah, yeah, because Born was what two thousand two thousand one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, I feel like. And he still did some more dramatic prestige pictures. You know, definitely much more than Ben Affleck did, but. no, I just feel like he he could have easily stayed in this kind of indie realm for a long time. Yeah. But um I think it makes him more well-rounded of a of a great actor, the fact that he did like you know, he did a movie like this and then he went on and did Ocean's 11. And, yeah. And, you know, that he did Born, but then he also, you know, years later he ended up doing The Martian, which was kind of a little bit of both, you know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. This is the role where the outlier because this is the first time and the only time I really think he's playing the bad guy or the creep or something off. Right, but it was weird watching the movie because, yes, I knew he was a bad guy, but I was still kind of rooting for him to get away with it. 
just because the people he was doing this to were kind of shit people to begin with. Yeah, because it, it's funny to watch it in 2020. Yeah, the rich, it's just rich white people. Yeah, and yeah. he's taking advantage and of And he's them. taking advantage. But and that's the thing. If the movie was made today, we would find out why he's doing it. Right. We would find out maybe an act two reveal or act three reveal. But I like not knowing. I do too. Yeah, it's and I like them. the fact that, like, the fact that it was a period piece helped it even more because, and, and it also plays off the fact that the rich only know names. Yes. They don't know faces. Exactly. And he played off of that so well. And they said that line, the the tailor or no, the limo driver said to him, the green leaf name will open a lot of doors. Open a lot of doors. The name yep. will open a lot of doors. Not the yep. face, the name. Yep. Now, today it's all about the face because you know yeah. what everybody... But back then it was back all then, the legacy. It's about the name, the legacy. Exactly. Yep. Rockefeller, all yep. that kind of stuff. Absolutely. And that's what they're trying to get at. The coincidences, though, with Kate Blanchett always popping up at the time, <laughs> it, it is very movie yes. coincidence. Yeah. I, I will give it that. Yeah. Watching it for the 100 whatever time I've watched it, I'm yeah. like, okay, a lot of coincidence. I liked every time she showed up except for on the boat. The last one on the boat is a, a, a bridge too far. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It, yep. it, we'll you're picking nits on that movie. It is that. It yep. is... The coincidence is the three is company type uh, oh mix up. If we just said this one thing, <laughs> the Jack Tripper mix yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you just said one thing, you know, it'd all be cleared up. Yeah, but, and that's why technology would it yeah. wouldn't work today at all. Yeah. All right. So the next Hollywood homework movie you're gonna do. Yep. I'm I'm assigning you the Terminator. The Terminator, because I have not seen the Terminator. I've seen all the Terminator movies except for Dark Fate, which just came out a couple years ago. I've seen all the Terminator movies but the first one. Yeah. And this blows your mind. You can't understand. It, it blows my mind just because because personally, spoiler alert, I feel that the original Terminator is the best. Really? Yes. Even better than D2. It's better than it's better than T2 just because it's it's of that eighties do-it-yourself filmmaking. Mm -hmm. It was James Cameron on a super small budget, working with his college buddies, trying to make a fun, thrilling sci-fi film, and I feel like they do it in spades. Because this is the first... We'll talk about this more when we watch it. Because this is his... Second movie after Piranha, right? Piranha 2. Yeah, Piranha 2. Yeah. <laughs> Piranha 2, the spawning. The spawning, yes. <laughs> but then right after this, then he goes into Aliens, right? Uh, yeah, because Aliens was 86, Terminator was 84, yeah. Yep. Yeah, so then then it's off to the Yeah, because it was Terminator, Aliens, The Abyss, Terminator 2. Yeah. I think. Then it's yep. off to the races for Terminator. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm excited because I've never seen the oh, first Terminator. Man, it doesn't make any sense. Like, one of my favorite movie tropes is the nightclub scene. Okay. And this has one of my favorite nightclub scenes in a movie. Okay. I see chunks of this movie, but I've never seen the whole thing. Yeah. That's why it's homework. I have to watch it now. <laughs> <laughs> but it, but it's good homework because it's 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 early Schwarzenegger. Yeah. It's uh it's a great performance by Sean Bean or Sean Bean. Michael Sean Bean. Bean. <laughs> Michael Bean. <laughs> not Ned Stark. No, no, Hicks. not Ned Stark. <laughs> well, just like the Talented Miss Ripley, it's a lot of the beginning of the career for oh, these yeah. actors. That, that was so cool because I going in I knew it was gonna be Gwyneth Paltrow, Jude Law. Uh, Matt Damon. Matt, Matt Damon, and then uh, just before I watched it, I found out Kate Blanchett, but I did not know Philip Seymour Hoffman was in it, yeah, so he yeah. was a nice surprise. Yeah, and he's a perfect 90s character actor oh, staple yeah. for that yeah. movie. So out of five stars, what would you give it? I'm going to give it a solid four. Nice, nice, nice. Yep. Very yeah, good. It's definitely a four. Watch it again, because then you'll pick up 
you know, now that you know the what subtleties. his plan was, yeah. you'll pick up the subtleties and stuff. And I picked up a lot more. But yeah. I really watch it for the music. We didn't really talk about that. Oh, the yeah. Americano uh, song. That scene just, was great. It's so the, great. I remember club, yeah. MTV would play that, would make that a music video. Oh, okay. At the time. Okay. Back when MTV was a thing. Yeah. So I love that. I love the music. I love the cast. And I love the the wardrobe because it is that 60s vibe now that you say it. Yeah, it, it felt very 60s, especially like that, that main shirt. That Jude Law was wearing that they that they made sure Matt Damon found later on and kind of pushed to his yeah, cheek, yeah. like like that felt so early sixties to me. Exactly, yeah. and the, the sunglasses I love his sunglasses. Mm-hmm. So like that's the stuff I go for. Not really the story; it's the cast and the setting, and just it's yeah. just a fun movie to have on. And that's that that's one I'm going to share with the wife for sure. Oh, I don't nice. Think she's seen it either. So nice, very yeah. good. All right, next week Terminator. Terminator. Okay. The talented Mr. Ripley was a great movie. <laughs> <Just> <laughs>